What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance, the uh, the penultimate day before Thanksgiving episode. Uh, I am your host, Diaz York, Fly Guy D.Y., Slim, the Prince of Seattle, and without further ado, let's go ahead and give ourselves a round of applause. I'm going to turn it I'm turn up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I want you guys to still hear me. I didn't want to be obnoxious. Um, I feel like every time I do that, it's super, super, super obnoxious. But that's besides the point. How's everybody doing? I hope everybody out there is doing well. I hope everybody's happy and healthy and staying uh, COVID-free. I hope everybody's masking up. I hope, you know, I just hope everybody's great out there. Um, Yeah, college basketball is back. So that's exciting. That's 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 a big deal. For just sports period, um, especially college basketball. You know, it's weird. It's funny. Like, I knew I was never gonna be a Division One player. Um, I've had those dreams. I feel like every kid has had those dreams of like, oh, I want to play. If you, especially if you're a sport head like me and you want to play sports, every kid's had that dream of like, oh, I can't wait till I'm a Division One athlete or whatever the case. Yeah, just wasn't in my plans. Um, like I said, I'm only six foot. I, I didn't. I didn't get to six five, and I knew I didn't want to be an athlete, a professional athlete. When I was like, I'm fine being six foot, five eleven. Like I'm fine being that height. Like I didn't care about being tall. I wanted to be six six because Kobe Bryant, particular at that one time, at a particular moment in my life, was my favorite player. I was like, I wanted to be six six. I wanted to be like Kobe. He had the tattoos. Yeah, I just want the tattoos now. I don't really care about being super tall. Um, that never really was my thing. But, um, yeah, so let's get right into it. So I've been watching a lot of stand-up lately. I've been on this stand-up kick, and usually I-, I was earlier in the quarantine because I had nothing else to do. Or, no, 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 no. I take that back. It, w- it was last year. I- I've been heavy, 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 heavy into stand-up. Um, just watching comedians' podcast and... Yeah, it was last. It was about my junior year of high school. I was really into it. Not last year. I mean, well, yeah. But uh, my junior year of high school, I was really, really into like stand-up comedians and stuff like that. And I wanted to learn the art of it. Um, and it helped me a lot in the sense of like the podcast. I know I haven't lived enough life to have these crazy, these crazy stories to tell like these like the comedians do. Um, but yeah, I mean. I mean, I don't really think Dave had a crazy life. Dave's just a funny guy. And I think of myself now, I'm funny. I think my commentaries was really funny. I don't really think I I could tell jokes, but I have to sit up there and write them. No one could just come up with jokes off the top of your head. My commentary is pretty funny, I believe. So, Um, yeah, so, yeah, I just, but I've been finding a lot of inspiration for stand-up comedians and just the the storytelling and the pace of uh, of the pace of the show and keeping the audience intrigued. I think that's what I've been really finding the inspiration from, because it's, that's a big deal for me is keeping you guys interested, keeping myself interested, more importantly, because I wouldn't be doing this if I wasn't interested in talking to myself for an hour, 45 minutes to an hour. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't do that. Um, this is ridiculous. I know you guys heard that, but um, anyways, yeah, so it's just tougher for me to keep it, be intrigued. And keep it calm, cool, and collected 
at all times. You know, sometimes I'm just feeling like I'm about to lose my mind. Sometimes like I'm just talking. And I feel like I keep saying the same thing over and over again. So if it gets harder for me to find new things to talk about and stuff like that. But this is why I like this is why I like the uh I'm not saying I like the world we live in. I feel like the world could be a better place. But also I do feel like the world is in a better it could be better and I get my takes on that and if the world was in shambles if the world wasn't in shambles, there'd be nothing for me to talk about. Because everybody doesn't want to hear about positive. Po- I mean, you want to hear positive, 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 yeah. But at the same time, you need to give real commentary and real thoughts and stuff like that. So, I, um, yeah. But, um, so, with that being said, you know, I've been, I've been watching a lot of Dave Chappelle. And I was watching the Chappelle show. And, you know, boy, he said boycott it because of... I didn't know the full story. I know he didn't get paid a lot from it. He turned down fifty million. Now a lot of people will turn down fifty million, but fifty because fifty million is a lot of money. And if I was in the same predicament as he was, I probably would have turned down the fifty million too. Because you know, like that's ten percent of what I. First of all, it's um, not even half of what you owe me. So in the contract, it says whatever much, however much the show made, he would get half of it. The show made over five hundred million dollars. Or made five hundred million dollars, rather, and they would say, "Well, we won't. You can't give you half because it's, you made too much." And I was just like, "That makes no sense." And then so they were like, "We'll give you ten percent of you know, obviously five hundred million is ten percent of five hundred million is fifty million. He turned that down, and that takes a lot of like courage and just. It's funny. It's they. The irony of it is, it's not even ironic. But they said that he was like smoking crack and stuff like that. And if you would have turned on 50 million, they'd be like, what are you smoking on? You know, and that's what they used. We would have said, black people would have said the same thing. What are you smoking on? If I would have came there, if I would have told my mom, look, I turned down $50 million, they'd have been like, oh, you're smoking. What are you smoking on? Why? You need to go back and talk to them and try to renegotiate. No, 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 no. They robbed them, in a sense. And then you had shows that were not as successful, like Key and Pill and whatever, Tosh 2.0 or whatever, Tosh, or like, who, no, those shows aren't as successful as the Dave, as the Chappelle show, man. It sucks, because he was, he had, it looked like he had fun doing it, but even throughout the, when I was watching, I'm like halfway through season two, you could tell just the shift of it, like, they're not, they're having a hold on me, they're not letting me do what I want to do, they're not letting me create, or be a creative, and that's something to be said about not selling your soul. To like just, you know, so I find inspiration in that. And Eddie Murphy is just a straight clown. Eddie Murphy's easily top five. Um, yeah, I just I just love Richard Pryor. Uh, who else? Um, Red Fox. Excuse me. Those guys are straight comedic geniuses, you know, and some of my, some of my favorite comedians. Those are my favorite comedians. I like Joe Rogan because you know he's now and he his humor. Me and him have a, we share similar humor, so um, yeah. But um, yeah, so I just all right. I'm back. I had to uh, go handle some business real quick, but um, I'm back anyway. What was I talking about? Oh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just finding inspiration from the Chappelle show and just. I like being entertained, and when I can't find nothing to watch on TV, I just watch stand-up comedy. You know, you got an hour. Um, there was a couple, there was a stand-up, I think the one in Texas, um, I don't know what it was called. It was one he did, like, in 2017. 
the crowd didn't, they weren't really feeling them. And you could tell because the jokes were just too out there. Because it's too PC. And um, everybody became PC, politically correct, and just wanted to not talk about the raunchy stuff and not talk about that type of stuff. But, I mean, that's what makes him him. He don't care. But, um, yeah, I just been finding inspiration in the different, just the random places. You would have never thought I'm inspired by Dave Chappelle and Eddie Murphy and all these great comics. You wouldn't think I'm just super inspired by them. But I'm inspired by LeBron. I'm inspired by a multitude of things, you know? And I think it's good. They're not my role models. Like, I don't want to be these guys, you know what I'm saying? But... I'm inspired to do, to get up off my butt and do what I need to do. Um, that's the inspiration I take from it. I don't really, I don't really have, I mean, is it weird to have, not having a role model? I mean, we have people we look up to, but I think that's changed for me. I don't think I really necessarily look up to LeBron anymore. I want to, um, I'm inspired by like Howard Stern and Joe Rogan and Joe Budden and any great podcaster, you know, I'm inspired by them because that's what I want to do. But I don't want to be just like them. You know, when you think of role models, you're like, I want to be like them. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, I just never, I don't, you know, I feel like role models are supposed to inspire you to do great, to do better things, to do bigger things. Um, yeah, so I don't really feel necessarily I have a role model anymore. First of all, I'm a grown, grown-ass man. I don't really need a role model. But... I do find inspiration from everybody. You know, you get inspired, you get hyped, and you know you go out there and do what you need to do. You go out there and attack the world with the same effort and energy that they give you. Um, yeah. And, you know, I feel like that's another reason why I'm never disappointed in the world. Like, people are disappointed in people. But I'm like, if you understand people and you know that people are going to BS and are not going to be the same as you, then there is no disappointment. That's just what it is, and you gotta accept that. For, you gotta accept it as at face value. I feel like people always, uh, well, what's it's hope for the best, but expect the worst. That's what I do. They expect the best, but hope for the worst. You know what I'm saying? And then when the when the best doesn't happen, they get upset. They're like, oh, but it should have. But no, nah. gotta be the other way around, sweetie. You got you know, come on. You know you can't expect the best and hope for the worst. You gotta you know. Hope for the best, but expect the worst. You got to understand that. And I feel like a lot of girls, women, that's why I said sweetie, they think that that's what it's going to be. You know, they hope for the best. Women are very optimistic. They're not pessimistic unless they have something happen to them or through a traumatic experience, you know. But women are very optimistic, and that's why I appreciate and I love women. You know, they're very optimistic. They see the great in other people. But on the other half, that's, but that's why they get hurt a lot. You know, on the back end of it, you're just like, man, care a little too much. I think that's what it, that's that's what it boils down to. I think we care a little too much, and it is what it is. Just what it is, you know. Um, but finding inspiration in other pl- different places is something I've been, I've been inspired. You know, when I was just watching the Chappelle show, I'm just like, man, I'm inspired. Like, you know, I want to get back to you know. Thinking about writing like skits and stuff like that, like I was doing that at a particular moment in time in my life. Like I found inspiration totally different, some from a different place. But after seeing that, that was funny. You know what I'm saying? There's a message to everything that was going on in the show, and he was the man back then. He still is the man. He's one of the funniest human beings ever. Um, and we gotta respect and appreciate Dave. You know, everybody will call him 
And one thing he didn't do was sell out. That was the only that was one thing you can say he did not do. He did not sell out. He did not sell his soul for a financial gain or anything like that. Because he probably would have gave him the fifty million and probably told him to leave, right? But he that's a sellout. And he was like, Well, I want my money. And he's still probably fighting that to this day. But I love Dave Chappelle. And he and when I was watching the um his 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 latest stand up, it had a um it had a um there was a book called Pimp. Now I don't know who the the author was by, but it was it, it explained his he explained that that book explained the situation. And I was like, okay, I need to read that book. And it was the book's about capitalism, but it's just a a different take on it. You know what I'm saying? There's capitalism everywhere. You live in America, you are a capitalist. Period. So you know, but um yeah so. Uh, it looked like a great book. I gotta read more books. I gotta read again. You know, I haven't read in a long time. I think it's been about two weeks since I since I read my book. But um, I gotta finish that book, the Matthew McConaughey book. But um, that's and I found inspiration in that. You know, just to live life a little more loosely and not on the edge. You know, and being comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I think that's very important. That's and that's the next thing I wanted to talk. Oh uh, well, we'll get to that later. Second thing I wanted to talk about. Is society glorifying being promiscuous? Now that the promiscuity, I don't know if that's a word, but I created it. That's a hard word if it is a word. But for those who don't know what being promiscuous is, it's just being single or what they'll call it, um, hoeing or a hoe phase. That's what they'll call it. But eh, you know, that's the that's the correct term to use. If you're not in a relationship and you're doing whatever you want to do, you're being promiscuous. You don't have to. You're not tied down to anybody. But it's a little bit weird. Now, I'm I can be promiscuous. I choose not to be because that's just not my my thing, my stilo. I don't it's not that's not how I get down. But um there's people I know that will be promiscuous for a gain, whether it be financial. Um but most of the time it's not because then you turn you call you call a prostitute, you know. You turn tricked, you got tricked out from somebody, you know what I'm saying? And that's not cool. I mean, but that's to each his own. I mean, that's what you, that's what you want to do. Then be my guest. Um, that it's not even a hustle. Like you can't. It's not a hustle. You know, I don't know what that is. That's just disgusting. But anyway, um, yeah, it's just not when you do it for a status symbol or status for some type of status. It's disgusting. It's really disgusting. I know people that have has probably had sex and we know how you do it you know it's not it's not like a crazy concept you know what i'm saying it's not it's not a crazy concept you gotta think about it if you are 18 19 20 right even 21 you know what i'm saying good move watching this game but um if you okay let's let me let me set it up let me let me restart you're 18, 19, 20, 21 even. And, you know, you go to the club. Nothing wrong with going to the club. Everybody goes to the club. But I'm in Washington, so there's no clubs open. So you have to travel out of state to go to a club, correct? That's totally fine. And um, I'm not going to say because you have all the money in the world. You're just figuring out your life, whatever the case may be. So you're trying to figure it out, all the money in the world. Don't have all the money in the world. And you go to Atlanta, Texas, wherever, go to the club, right? You're like, okay, well. But you get a VIP booth. How do you get a booth? So you go to the club, you're looking all fly, you're with your friends. 
How do you get a booth? But just, just answer that for me. How do you get a booth? You don't get a booth. You don't. You just don't go to one of the best, as far as the night nightlife goes, one of the best in the country. You just don't get a booth. You, it, you don't get a booth, VIP. You don't get that just in Atlanta. You have to know somebody to know somebody, right? And we know how you do it. We, we, I, and I, we know that you're trying to, man, it sucks. And I, and I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong in this situation, but that's not the case more times than not. You're going to give, something got to give. It's a trade and it's a, it's a sick trade. If you don't have money, what else could you turn to, right? That's the trade. That's the trade. And for you to be like, well, I see what I was doing, but you ain't telling the backstory. I want to know the backstory. How do well, because me, I'm just not going to be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you got a booth in. You got a booth. No, no, no. I'll be like, well, how'd you get the booth? You, you're not you're not from that area. They don't know you. How'd you get the booth? How'd you get the VIP? How did this happen? How'd you even get in the club? How does this happen? What, what's going on? Oh, okay. Well, so I know. So, but I know. I'm like, and everybody knows, but I know how you got in the club. And I feel like society... They glorify it. Like, they glorify that side of being promiscuous. There's two, there's a tale of two cities. There's two sides to a coin. There's a good and there's a bad. There's a yang. There's a yank. There's two sides of being promiscuous. The one side is, you know, I'm just trying to, it's not really being promiscuous. Oh, well, they, you know, because everybody uses that term, the term, oh, I'm trying to find myself. No, no, you're not. Don't, don't BS. That's what I'm going to say. You want to find yourself. Just say that you, you know, you just want to be chilling. Just say that you, just say that you're not looking to be in a relationship. Just say that you want to just talk to different guys, and that's totally fine. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even trying to sit up here, dudes too. You know, but dudes never say I'm trying to find myself. Dudes be like, I'm just doing whatever. You know what I'm saying? But um, it sucks because you're just like, and everybody's gonna be like, well, you're in girls' business. No, I'm just like, no, but I know what that can turn into. I know that shorty. I know it's just shorty now. Now now when we talk to people that have messed with that particular girl, it is just shorty. You are now shorty. You are not your name. They're not calling you your name. They're calling you shorty. I know a few shorties. It's nasty. And they don't care. But in, in the, for one shorty, she don't know she's being called shorty. The other one, other shorty, that, this, that's the, this is the OG shorty. And for people that know, no. Am I going to catch hell for this? Probably. If they if people figure it out, if they figure it out, I'm going to catch hell. I don't care. But this needs to be this needs to be a message. You, you can't be doing this stuff. I can't tell you what to do, but think about what you're doing. If, if What if your parents found out? That's my thing. Now, now, now you're shorty and your parents found out. And you are a reflection of your parents. You know what I'm saying? My parents don't got to worry about me selling drugs, killing people. They ain't got to worry about that. You know what I'm saying? To some, they have to worry about that. And for girls, that's like the biggest... I can tell that's like one of the biggest fears. People won't speak on it, but that's like one of the biggest fears. I hope my daughter don't be a trick or she turn out to be just a regular shorty. I hope they don't. That's like a fear. You know what I'm saying? That you come back, they, but you deny it. You're like, oh, no, not my daughter, not mine. Da, 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 da. No, it's, yeah, she's shorty. Amongst the community, she is shorty. She She's shorty. And there's, and, and, and you know, and it's nasty. 
But they're not gonna call it nasty. They're gonna be like, well, they're just being them. <laughs> Bro, why are we giving them excuses? I hate, I hate it when people give them excuses. Don't bail them out. Don't give them the benefit of the doubt. You find yourself through a different avenue. You do not have, you do not be permit. I mean, like I said, I can't tell you what to do, but think about what you're doing. It doesn't make sense to talk about, it doesn't make sense to find yourself through different men. It doesn't make sense to find yourself through different men. I had to say it twice so you can understand. It's not how you find yourself. Now, I'm different than most people. I found myself not through different girls. If anything, you want to use a different, better excuse. I talked to multiple girls to find out what I like and what my standards are and what I won't condone and the stuff I will condone. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? They don't even do that. If you ask a random shorty, like, why'd you do that? Most of them have issues, like daddy issues or whatever, but most of the time they're just shorty. Most of the time they just want to be shorty. And that's nasty to me. To me, that's nasty because I know what you're doing. Because you're going to brag about going to the club, getting the VIP. But you're not going to brag about what you had to do. You have no self-respect. Your body, your body, a girl's body should be a sacred temple. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it should be a temple. It should be a select few. If you trust that select few, it should be able to, you know what I'm saying, enter the temple. But, and everybody's like, you're in, you're in, you're in, you're in women's business. You should see yourself out of woman's business. This has become bigger than just you're just a girl and I'm a dude and I can I have an opinion and I'm your ally. I want you to do better. I want you to be better. I don't want you to be promiscuous I, like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you gotta date everybody you talk to, but don't settle. Don't you don't do that. You're settling because you want to have a, some type of status or some type of money. You're trying to you're, you're gaining something. You know what I'm saying? And that should never be the case. If you like that person, you like that person. There should no be. No advantage or there should be no gain from it. Now, there should be advantages and disadvantages. I mean, there should be advantages and you should gain something if you really like that person in the sense of like you're getting your time, energy, camaraderie and um, companionship. That's the stuff you gain. You know what I'm saying? You don't gain. If you're, if you're looking to gain um, some st a status or a profit, that's not okay. And that's close for anybody because now it's bigger than just being a girl, like I said earlier. Being a woman, you, you gotta be. You're a human being at this point. It's you're a human being. I don't sleep with every girl I talk to, you know, because I respect myself. It boils down to self-respect and the things you will condone and tolerate. You will condone that other stuff. Why? But I, but why? I'm not even trying to tell you what to do. But why? Why do you? You know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, I'm not. But you are. So why? It made no damn sense. And then get mad when people call you out on it. No, 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 no. That's the thing that we don't do as people in a society as a whole. We don't hold people accountable. You know what I'm saying? We don't hold people accountable. We don't hold the quote-unquote hoes accountable. We don't be like, hey, look, man, this is nasty. Can you, can you, you got to change your ways. We don't hold them accountable. But I get it. It's a balance. You need them because you need them to balance out the good girls. You know what I'm saying? And there's somebody for everybody, but we got to hold people accountable. We cannot just let people just do whatever they want and get away with it. And people think it's cool because what, 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 what message are you showing? Everybody's watching everybody. I want people to understand. I'm going to say that one more time. Everybody's watching everybody. So what makes you think that what you're doing is cool? 
It's not cool. It's nasty. And people are watching you. People are like, oh, she's doing it. So that's cool. And they're not looking at you. They're not looking up to you, but they're watching you. They're saying, okay, well, if she does it, people need to be convinced three times, I believe, for them to do something. But that's why people ask for like a third party a lot. So let's say, for example, if you were doing that, being shorty, being promiscuous, and you did it, somebody else did it, and somebody else did it. But you were the third one. So let's say you were the last person that broke the straw on the camel's back. You did it, or they did it, they did it, and then you did it. Then boom, they're saying, okay, well, that's cool. And you're going to tell them, like, well, get it how you live if that's what you want to do. Da, da, da. I'm like, no, hold them accountable. Say, I, you need to be better. Because you're the same person that talked about, but, the, but those are the same type of women that will talk about other women saying that that's gross. It's hypocrisy. It's double standard amongst women. Like, it's not even double standard. It's just, you're just a hypocrite because you're doing the same exact thing. And thinking that you can get away with it because you are this, because you, you obtain the certain status through doing something that was so nasty. You had sex with a dude that you didn't want to have sex with, but you did it because you were like, well, this will get me over the top. This will put me above every other girl. But what makes you think that? Because like I said, I f you're shorty. You're, now you're just shorty to me. You're not even cool no more. You're shorty. You're nasty. You're a sicko. You went sicko mode on me. You're nasty. You know what I'm saying? That's, dis that's disgusting. And you think that's cool. But like I said, what do I know? I am not a girl. They're going to tell me stay out of girls' business. But I, I want... I'm here for you. I'm fighting for you. It's the same fight. I'm fighting for you. I would tell her to do the same thing. We got to hold people accountable. That's disgusting. Having multiple babies. That's nasty. You don't care. It's nasty in the sense of like you're not caring. Like what made you think that that was cool? It's not cool, man. It never was cool. Come on. If we're being honest, let's just be honest. Let's have an honest conversation between me and you. Having multiple kids is not cool. By multiple people is not cool. It's just not cool. There's condoms. There's other ways to, you know. Plan B's are a little risky. They don't always work. But a condom for damn sure, I know, for damn sure works. So, why do you feel like the need to have multiple kids? Oh, but it don't feel good. You don't feel the same, dude. Just do it. You will thank me in the long run because you gotta give you gotta give them half anyway. If you have a kid, you gotta give them half. You gotta give her and the baby half, and you can be like, if I just wore the condom, this would never, this would have never been a thing. You are sacrificing. I I posted this um, when I was. It was kind of a, a douche move, a douche question, but it was a real question, and. I asked somebody. I said I, I posted it on social media. I said. Was it for girls that have babies my age? I'm 18. Is it worth it being... And when I say I'm grown, it's my thoughts. It's my maturity level. It's not my age. You know what I'm saying? My thoughts, the way I articulate myself, is why I view myself as grown. Or older than my field. I'm ahead of my field, ahead of the time. But that's besides the point. For those who be like, he ain't grown at all. I don't want to hear it. I don't want it. I don't care. Anyway, that's disgusting. They had this queso burger. Oh, God, from Sonic. Ugh. It looked nasty. Anyways, besides the point. Um, Damn, what was I talking about? Damn it. Ugh. 
Uh, oh, that's the question, the question, the question, the question, the question, the question, the question. I was trying, I'm trying to get the Kaselberg out of my head. The question I, uh, I asked, I said, for women, for the kids, for the women that are my age, girls, whatever you want to call them, was it worth it to have, was that 10 to 15, I, I said 10 to 15, about 10 to 20 minutes, I'll say that, about 10 to 20 minutes of pleasure. Was it worth giving up 12 years of your life? You know? Like, was it the, was it worth it? They'll say, yeah, because the kid is a different type of love. And, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's. But you, they didn't understand the question. You have to watch. You are in your 20s. You have to watch this kid. You have to help this kid develop and grow. Nothing's wrong with that. Nothing is wrong with that. But look what you gave up for the there's no correlation between 10 minutes to 10 years to a, for a decade, 20 minutes to a decade. There's no correlation. The only correlation is, yeah, they're both time, but you're giving up so much of your life to help this kid develop and be raised, which is a beautiful thing. But you also have to understand why was it worth it And People were some people were like that's a odd question, but it's a real question. They were like you, it's kind of you know a douchebag move to ask that question because the way I asked it. But ask, but really ask yourself that, because no, no one's because nobody that has a kid is asking that question. I'm not saying I'm not trying to say here. It might sound like I'm trying to say the kid's a mistake. I'm not trying to say that about the baby, the baby boy or the baby girl. I'm not trying to say that. I can't tell. I can't tell the kid. I can't say that a baby's a mistake. I can't say that. That's so disrespectful. It's not my place to say that. But that choice that you decided to have, and dude, it's your fault. It's the guy's fault. The girl does not care. To a certain extent. Okay, I'll say that back. The girl does care. But for the condom part portion, having the mental wherewithal of like, okay, if I don't wear a condom, this could change my life. That is the dude's fault. I don't care about it. don't feel good. Everybody knows it doesn't feel good, man. It's, it's like wearing a glove and washing your hands. Obviously, it don't feel good. But you do it so you don't have a kid. You do it so there's preventative measures. You do it so you can still have, you, so you practice safe sex. And besides the kid, where she had an STD and you did not know and you wore the condom and you was like, and you came out and found out later, she was burning. And then your homeboys tell you Shorty was burning and you're like, oh man, let me go get checked out. And then you're free because you, scot free because you wore the condom. It's like wearing a mask. It's like, you're going to wear the mask because it's COVID, first of all. And it's preventative. It's not... It's not going to guarantee that you're not going to get COVID, but it's better safe than sorry. That's what I'm just trying to say. It's better safe than sorry. So, that's for the dudes. You can't be... Because I know people my age are not they're not willing to sacrifice their life. And that leaves the woman in a bad place. The dudes are not willing to sacrifice. That even... It doesn't matter what age. If they're not ready, they're not going to sacrifice their time and energy. They're just not. And that sucks. But they just glorify it. They think it's... Society thinks it's okay to be promiscuous. They think it's okay to have multiple kids. They think it's okay to have sex with these dudes to have a, obtain a certain status. If they're doing it, how come I can't do it? Well, you can do it. 
But not everybody's going to obtain the same status. That's what I'm trying to get at. And everybody ain't on the same playing field. We are, we are, we all are created equal. We are all human beings. But there are certain people that just will get the benefit of the doubt more than you will get the benefit of the doubt. And would you risk your reputation or your status for that? Ask yourself that. If you're doing these said things, you're going to risk your reputation. And, like, no one's not going to forget that. No one forgets that. And everything, because I, I, the shorty I know, the OG shorty, that catalog is crazy. And you're like, no one's forgetting that. She ain't forgetting that. People are going to bring that up. Like, didn't you did it? Did, 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 did. Oh, you did it. Did, did, you did, 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 did. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> not going to get with you. And there'll be some oblivious dude that don't know. But that's the thing. There'll be some dude that don't know. And then they'll be like, bro. One of his friends be like, bro, her? Oh, bro, did it. Messes up everything. And, you know, people are like, well, they just have their own opinions. Da, 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 da. But no one wants to see it. No one wants to have a girl ran through, man. Like I said, everybody's going to have sex. That's fine. But no girls would want that to happen. Where the dude they really like and they care about is told the past. It's no, no girl likes that. I've done it to the OG shorty. They're like, oh, man. I said, yeah, bro. Nasty. I know. And the, or, and the OG shorty is really, she's beautiful. But look what you've done to yourself. You didn't do nothing to your looks. But people can't even look at you the same no more. Because you just did that to yourself. And if I catch hell, man, I catch hell. But I'm telling the truth. I'm being for real. We need to have these conversations amongst our friend groups. Amongst society. We have to hold each other accountable. We have to tell each other, like, this is not cool. Why do we think this is cool? It is not cool to have sex with 50 dudes. It is not cool to have all these kids running around. Dudes. Fellas. It's not cool to have millions of kids. At a wedlock. It's not cool to have bastards. It's not cool. It's not, you're not supposed to be, you're not raised like that, you know? Now, I get it. Mistakes happen. Things happen. I get it. But the ones that are, I'm talking, about, I'm talking to the ones that are ignorant. And ignorance is not bliss. If you want to know, you know. You're like, oh, ignorance is bliss. It's not. If you want to know, you want to know. And you'll do your research. You'll do your Googles behind it. It's not bliss. Damn that. If I want to know, I'm going to do my Googles. And I will know. So, just the moral of that story or point I was trying to make is have the conversations between your friend groups. If you know your friend group, if you know your friends are out here wild and out of control, and if you know one of your best friends or closest friends is doing this, having multiple kids and not giving a, not caring, you need to have, you need to tell them, like, look, you should probably start caring. It's your life. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Tell them exactly like this. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to tell you to think about what you're doing. You have to understand that it's not okay. If you don't want to have a kid, because you ask them, like, oh, I don't want to have a kid. Oh, that's gross. Why would I do that? But you're doing that. But you're not having, but, but you're doing, but you're doing that. So, 
Think about it. That's all I'm going to say. Think about it. We're having an honest conversation, man. We're having an honest heart-to-heart. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be disrespectful or any, any stretch, anything like that. Any stretch of the imagination. I'm not trying to be that guy. But I want you to understand that stuff is detrimental. This type of stuff is detrimental to life. And your view of people, how people look at you. People are always going to be in your business anyway, so you might as well just not do You might as well, if you do the right things, no one's in your business. You do the wrong things, everybody's in your business. I do the right things. No one knows, no one knows what the hell I got going on. And they never will know. Because I, I do what I'm supposed to do. They have to guess. What's York doing? I don't know. They got to guess. But for Shorty, I can tell you what she's probably doing right now. I could tell you, and I should never be able to be right 75% of the time. If, I, if, I'm, if I'm not even in your business, people just tell me this stuff. I inquire, because so I'm like, oh, what? I'm like, whoa, she's wilding, da 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 But then people tell me, like, yo, you don't even know. And they just, they give me the whole book. They give me a novel. I'm like, what you be doing? That's nasty. Guys, too. Having multiple kids is not cool. And then because you're leaving one kid, you're leaving one family behind to have another family. You should have one family. You shouldn't have five. That's facts. Like I said, mistakes happen. You're young. You don't know. But one time, two times, it's a mistake. One time, uh, it happens. Two times, it was a mistake. You can, you can still get the same mistake excuse off. The third time, it's a choice. And I know a dude who's... He's at the choice. He damn near at the choice. If he does it again, it's a choice at this point in time in the game. And it's nasty. It's a nasty choice. But this is the world we live in. And everybody's just going to glorify. Be like, oh, but he got me. No. No respect for himself or for... Because he's not a man. You're not going to try to sit up there and take care of... You're, you'll, be, you'll, be, you'll redeem your manhood card. Your man, you're not losing your manhood. But your man card, if you, t- if you do what you're supposed to do and take care of all the kids. But... That's rare at my age because everybody wants to still be doing whatever they want to do. Being promiscuous, being single, don't care. But it matters at the end of the day. It matters. I don't want to have to clean up your mess. I just don't want to. And some guys are like, well, I'll take I'll help you take care of the kid. And they're not and but they do that because they want to be with the girl, but it shouldn't be an obligation. That shouldn't be like a thing that they have to do. You know, but that's your fault. You put him in a weird position. So, whatever. This white boy weak. He's not that good. He's weak. But, last point I wanted to make. Um, being comfortable, being uncomfortable. I think that's a big thing. I think, um, before, first, um, everybody likes to say, I know everybody. In the city. You don't. <laughs> uh, I'll break it down to how they know everybody. They know somebody that knows somebody. That's pretty much how everybody knows everybody, basically. You have a particular friend group that knows somebody, and you're like, oh, well, they know one person in a different friend group. Like, well, I know everybody now. But you don't. And knowing everybody's business is not knowing everybody. You know their business. You know what they're doing, but you don't know them personally. So, And it's wrong to have those character judgments based off of their business. Now, the people I was talking about, I know them personally. I know them. So, I can talk, I can, you know, 
I can have that conversation and that dialogue, if need be, with those particular people. But I don't care about those people. I just think it's a good point to make up and to talk about. I didn't name drop anybody, but if they know who they are, they know who they are. And I'll probably get back to them because we live in a, we live in a city, so it doesn't matter. But um, I don't care. I really don't care. But um, yeah. So I just think it's corny when everybody's like, I want to leave. I'm like, but this is one of the best cities ever. We can go to Texas. It's the same thing. I said this before on the show a lot earlier, but it's the same thing. It's the same concept. If you know everybody, what makes you think that when you go down to a different state that you're not going to know everybody there? You lived there for five years, you're going to know everybody. So what's the point of even having that conversation? Being like, well, I don't want to talk to everybody. You guess what it sounds like in my head. It sounds like that. It sounds like a whole bunch of garbage and BS. Because I know... You go down to Louisiana, you go down to Texas, you go down to wherever, it's the same thing. You're going to know everybody. So, get used to it. And you haven't seen anything. And when I realized that it's the hood. You haven't seen everybody. And that's what I mean about being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Um, my people, black people, it's we're not stigmatized, but we have, a, I, we have this idea that we can't be in certain places where other... Where white people are be at, where white people are at, which is not true. We have the same rights as them, to a certain extent. We have we have the same rights as them. Um, now they'll go all against the grain and do some makeshift BS, but to make sure that we don't have the same rights as them. But especially here in this state, we have the same rights as them. So you can go to Bellevue. When I went to Bellevue, I loved it out there. I was like, this is where I need to be. This is where I want to be. This is probably going to be my new. Hang, hang out spot where I, my, where I eat food, where I shop at, go to the parks and just chill at. My, this is my new stuff. This is probably where I'm going to be at majority of my time. Because this is I want to see my reality and I understand that this is what I want to be. And I'm, it was uncomfortable, but you start getting comfortable. And I want to talk to people. That's why at the mat, you know, COVID messed up a lot of things because I, I want to be more personable. I want to meet new people and just talk to new people. Like I said, I ain't got to be your buddy. I ain't got to be your guy, your pal. I ain't got to be your best friend. But if you want to have a quick, cool conversation about something cool, man, let's just do that. You know, I'll be all right, man. I'll see you later. I'll see you around. So I'm going to be around town. I want to have those type of conversations. And those are uncomfortable. But if you're like me and just want to meet new people and experience new things, then you'll take that. That's the sacrifice I will make. And I'll have a hell of a time doing it because I want to meet new people. I want to experience new things. I, you know, you just, you just, you just want to do those things, you know. And I feel like people, we have to, if you want to be successful, you got to learn how to network. You got to learn how to talk to people. It's not even that hard. Be respectful. Be polite. Be nice. Be hospitable. Yes, ma'am. No, sir. Not that hard. But, um, so Yeah. But that just about does it this episode. Uh, I wanted to keep it short. I hope you guys have a great evening. Um, th- great Thanksgiving as well, you know. Thanksgiving's a weird holiday that we celebrate. Oh, before I go. I wonder. I'll wrap it up. I'm just going to wrap it up so quick. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be a homewrecker. So this is a girl. I shouldn't even do this. But I did it. Um, she, I think she has a dude, but I messaged her on some, you know, but, you know, I don't want to be a homewrecker and I think I'm going to be a homewrecker 
And that's not like me. But it is like me. Because if you ain't doing it right, <laughs> literally, literally, H-E-H-E-H-E-H-E, <laughs> I'm there. You know what I'm saying? But that's besides the point. Hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. Hope everybody is well. I hope everybody um, mask up. <clears throat> I hope everybody mask up and be safe. Protect one another, love one another, respect one another. It has been a pleasure talking to you guys. It, but ha- it is your boy, Diaz York, Fly Guy DY, the Prince of Seattle, your boy Slim. And if you stick around this long, listen to the full episode. Let's go ahead and give yourself a round of applause. I'm not trying to be too obnoxious and have it super loud like how I usually do. You can still hear me talk. And with that being said, I will see you guys later. I'm out. Peace.